friends. Welcome to Listen Friend, the pop culture podcast where we share the opinions no one asked for. Everyone needs a friend who's loud about the things they love, and we are yours. I'm Brooke. I'm Amanda. And this is a fun one. Yeah. I'm pumped. Me too. I've been wanting to do this one for a long time. So today we are discussing our favorite music videos. Maybe not the best music videos of all time, but like our favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine are definitely not the best music videos of all time. No. I mean, mine aren't either. Mine are... We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, though, I didn't look up a single pop culture moment of the week, Oops. current events, anything... I haven't watched anything. I mostly am here to put you on blast. Yeah. It is It is shocking. I'm going to look up pop culture while you put me on blast. See Listen. See if anything big happened. I just... I don't want to expose you this way, but I feel like I need to. It's fine. I, I don't really understand it either. <laughs> so... We were, like, sitting together watching all of the music videos on our list so that we could both participate in each other's discussion... <clears throat> And we kind of went on a rabbit trail for a minute because we watched one video on your list Mm -hmm. that is definitely not similar Mm. to this music video that I'm about to talk about, but I feel like there were story elements that were the same. Mm -hmm. So I made a joke that this video walked so that the kill by 30 seconds to Mars could fly. Mm -hmm. And... If you've never seen that um, music video, it's basically The Shining, and it's, um, so I was like, let's play it, but like, let's not watch the whole thing, because it's kind of scary, and I think it'll freak you out, so we type it in or whatever, and I look at Amanda, and I say, (laughs) just so you know, Jared Leto directed this, and she's like, okay, and I was like, just so you know, it's gonna say a Bartholomew Cubbins production, Bartholomew Cubbins is Jared Leto, and there was a, there was some questioning about why he needed a other pseudonym yeah. for his directing, and I was like, but in my brain, I was just like, you know, he's he's kind of weird. Yeah, know, I was straight just, up, I was like, baby girl, he's just weird, yeah. and I love him. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we're watching it, and then I'm explaining to her like, hey, um, just so you know, like in this video. Jared had just gotten done with this movie, I think it's called Chapter 27, where he plays the guy who killed John Lennon, and he put a lot of weight on for the role, so he's like, he still looks great, but he's a little, like, you can see in his face that he doesn't look his typical self, and she goes, okay, and (laughs) so we're watching it, and it starts with the band, like, in the car, talking about the hotel they're staying at, and I can see on your face (laughs) that you're confused and you go is that him (laughs) and I was like yeah (laughs) and (laughs) I was like okay I mean like I don't know why you're surprised because like I'm thinking like I don't know why you're surprised he doesn't look that different and I was like I mean it is like I said he doesn't look bad like I was like yeah you're like and I was like okay okay and it was like also 2007 so he had like the jet black hair and the like guy liner and all of that which is not my vibe Oh, it's mine. <laughs> uh, and his eyes are great for it because he has beautiful blue eyes. Anyway, so like we're sitting there and we get a little further. And, she, and Amanda looks at me and she goes, why is he here? Like, why is he in the video? And I was like, huh? And, and she's like, I mean, I know he directed it, but like, did he, did he put himself in it? And I was like, yeah. 
<laughs> and she's like, oh, and then he starts singing. And she goes, wait, why is he singing? <laughs> and I was like, um, and she goes, is this, d- does he sing? And I was like, we've been friends three to four years. I don't remember how long. And I've been obsessed with this man the whole time. And Amanda is just now in this moment finding out that Jared Leto sings and that he's the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. I had no clue. She truly had no... I, like, after I left, I spent the entire 30-minute drive home being like, how did Amanda not know? Because I feel like most people now are like, Jared Leto is the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars, and sometimes he acts. Mm-hmm. Like... Okay, but here's here's my side of the story. Is I really didn't know who Jared Leto was until Dallas Buyers Club. Which also baffles me, but I mean, I get it. Yeah. Because so, she was not listening to the music I was listening to. I was not. Grade. And I had heard of 30 Seconds to Mars, but like, I didn't, I didn't know their songs. Like, I didn't know, you know, like, whatever. Literally, my music that I listen to is either from the 50s, or it's country, or it's like poppy, or like some random 80s, and like ballads. I mean, it makes total sense. And like Broadway. So... So I just didn't know. And, like, I told her, I was like, I remember, like, looking him up, like, looking at his Wikipedia page when he won the Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club, but never in there did I, like, make a connection that he sang. And then, really, I probably didn't think about Jared Leto another time until I became friends with you. Right. And then we never really have expressly talked about him singing. Just that I guess not, just that I'm in love with that him. haunts your attic of your harem. Why did you think he was wearing eyeliner, though? Because I've talked, I have talked just about because it. he does that. I mean, you're not wrong. You know? Like, so then we, I, we continued to spend, like, probably 20 more minutes watching Jared Leto sing and different things. But mm-hmm. it was so funny and also unnerving, and I'm still not quite recovered. Mm-hmm. Just because I was like, how I failed you. <laughs> well, I just also was like so surprised that I didn't know this until now. <laughs> and then, like, there were times where at, at one point you were like, well, I'm not mad at it, like the singing. And I was like, well, I'm glad. He does have, it's a very, um. He was great. I, I'm trying to think how I would describe it. And the only word coming to mind is like sexual. Everything about Jared Leto is sexual and like the tone in which he sings. Uh-huh. He he's doing that on purpose. I just know it is. No, he is. <laughs> he is whatever. Anyway, I love him. That's not the point. And there are no thirty seconds to Mars song videos, whatever, on this list. But it was an important discovery in our friendship. yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, I'm looking through the e news, and um, the only pop culture things that I'm seeing are that Florence and um, Zach Braff broke up. That makes me sad, kind of. I know. Same. I know everybody else hated them, but. <clears throat> She was also was, it. like, popping off on people because they were, like, the only thing they were asking her about. It's all don't worry, Don't really. Don't well, worry, darling. I can't speak. Thank you. Um, was, like, about her sex scenes with Harry Styles. And she's, like, I'm not really in this business to do sex scenes with famous men. Like, there's other things that I did in this. That's not why I do it. But you can ask me other things. Thank you so much. Which, good for her. We finished Never Have I Ever. Still yeah. recommend that. Um, it was Elvis's anniversary of his death, and then the next day, Austin Butler turned 31, and it was all over e-news, and I was very pleased. She's watching a video of Austin Butler. Because <laughs> they put, we ain't nothing but an Austin Butler stan account, happy 31st birthday. And then another one that they posted on his birthday was like three pictures of him, because we're all tapped out of Elvis's, Elvis references, so we'll let these photos speak for themselves. But then they said, wishing this hunk of hunk a very happy there birthday. There you go. So. 
that's great. Um, let's see. I feel like that's the only big things. Anything else news-wise? Not seeing anything. Great. Uh-oh. Uh-oh what? Ben Affleck's mom is in the hospital. Oh no! Michael Bublé had his mm, fourth baby. That's all I got. Okay, congrats to Michael. Prayers to Ben. Yep. Um, congrats to Michael's wife. <laughs> and, <laughs> and him yeah. via her. <laughs> prayers to Ben. Okay, recommendations still still just never have I ever. I haven't. I'm like, that was a great season. It was. I want to rewatch the whole show now. I do too. Well, I might wait and do fourth season and then rewatch the whole thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder when the fourth season's going to come out. You know Not, they like to make us wait. They do. But it wasn't that long between these two. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This show's been pretty good about getting them out mm-hmm. within a year of each other. Okay, so, music videos. Yeah. First off, important things to mention. The first music video to ever air on MTV was Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. There's nothing to it except... What well, year was this? 1980-something, okay. early 80s, okay. I think. I'm looking it up. I, first off, I love that song, and, um, okay, the song came out in 1980. There's a whole article about the first 100 videos played on MTV. Oh, that's fun. But there's nothing to it. Like, it's it's very late 70s, early 80s, and he's mostly, like, they're mostly just sitting there singing it on a stage. Um, very basic. Since then, though, music videos have become basically movies. Some of them are actual short films. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Okay, so some iconic music videos that are not on our lists. Thriller by yeah. Michael Jackson. That that was a movie in and of itself. Uh-huh. Goodbye Earl by The Chicks. Yep. That one was a fun one. That mm-hmm. had a whole guest cast and an excellent, ridiculous storyline. Yeah. And then All Too Well 10-Minute Version, the short film mm-hmm. by Taylor Swift, which... Like, literally went to film festivals. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Golly. She, like, did speeches at film festivals about it. Like, whole talks and everything. And that, I mean, it's great. I don't think it's the best music video of all time. No, 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 no. But, it, I mean, it's fun. And it was, like, a great way to honor a song that she was basically... She had already released the song. And this, so it was a way to honor, like, the song that all her fans love, even though it was never a single. Mm-hmm. And then this particular version was, like, longer. So it was a great way to celebrate, like, the whole story. Because I was thinking, you know, when you listen to the original version of All Too Well, it is, it's sad. Mm-hmm. When you listen to the 10-minute version, it's angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it. Both <laughs> yeah. things can be true. Yeah. Um, it also was just fun because it was, like, so anticipated, yes. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a, like, we knew it was coming, you know? Yeah, and she marketed yeah. it well. Yeah. She always does. Okay, friend, to you, I did not tell you to be prepared, so I can answer this question first. But what makes a good music video to you? Mm. Like, what are you looking for when you're like, ah, oh, yes, a great music video? You go first, you think. Okay, so... For me, it's like, does it help tell the story in a way that's creative and subtle? Like, instead of beating you over the head with the premise or the plot or the message or whatever, is it like giving you the story without treating you like you're stupid? Mm -hmm. Is it aesthetically pleasing and complimentary to the song? Like, I cannot get behind a video where the song is like... Like, um, everybody loved this video, but... 
Here We Go Again by OK Go, where they were just on treadmills. Like, it was super cool to see them on treadmills, but that didn't have anything to do with the song. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I needed to compliment the song. And they were not just, like, on treadmills. They were, like, it was a whole choreographed routine. Like, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with the song. Uh, okay, so are there visuals that stick out to you? Like we talked about last night, like, Taylor Swift always has, like, a visual that you're going to, like, remember after the video's over. Mm-hmm. Does it make you think, and does it impact you emotionally? Like, does it make mm-hmm. the song stronger mm-hmm. by being visually appealing? That's I what like I look for. I like it. Okay. Um, I don't think that I really... <laughs> like, I think it, <laughs> it mostly is just, like, if I like the artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, when you, you've heard my list, when these people hear my list, they're going to be like, oh, yes, this is what Amanda likes. Like, it's not, <laughs> you know... I love, I came over and you're like, okay, okay, so I'm thinking we'll have some of the same ones, and I was like, we won't, (laughs) and you're like, well, I need, I was like, you're like, at least like one of them so that I can help narrow down my list, and I was like, listen, not, you've never heard a single one of these. (laughs) I had heard one of them. Yeah. But protested it because it was so sad. And I think that's the thing, like, this, I keep making this joke where it's like, we're so similar, and then we start talking about something, and I'm like, we're very different. Uh Uh-huh. This is that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, like, like I said, when you hear the list, all of them, all of these are music videos that are just, like, to do with either, like, aesthetics that I like, like, time periods that I like, or it's, like, to do with, like, I just really like the artist, Mm -hmm. and, like, I like the song, and, like, I think that it's either cute or, like, pretty, or, like, um... Like, there's a twist, which was fun, not in, like, a scary way kind of twist, though. It yeah. has to be, like, a cute twist, you know? <laughs> or, like, a um, like an emotional twist, I guess. It goes not how you thought it was going to go yeah. emotionally or whatever. I got a few of those. Yeah. Um, They're traumatizing, but yeah. though. But, I mean, you know, per usual, you're looking into all of these artsy, artsy <laughs> I, things, and I I'm was, like, I like it. <laughs> Made me feel good. Or, was like, oh, that was my, pretty. I liked like, it. Two, two of mine... But especially, I'm thinking about even now, like, as we're going through this officially, I'm like, I still might, when I get, when it gets down to it, list my, what I have as my number two as my number one because I like it so much. Torn. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Mine were all very, like, high-level, artsy, things that, like, kind of went underground that, like, not a lot of people saw or heard. And yours were not, and mm-hmm. I think that's, <laughs> I keep telling people we are the, the meme of those houses, and one's pink and purple and yes. precious, and the other one is, like, matte and gloss black. <laughs> it's us. It is. Okay, do you want to go first? Sure. Cool. Um. So, the first one that I had on here is... This um, is coming in at number five. five. Yes, yes, sorry. Um. Is uh, One Direction's Night Changes video. So, Which I... Which I do love. Oh, and also, let me say, too, because I, like, don't super like pay attention to music videos in the way that Britt like just described for herself the only way because I I can like I we started naming them last night and I was like oh my gosh wait I love that one I love that one I love that one but because it's just like if I like the people and it's a fun pretty video sure mm-hmm. I was like how do I narrow this down to five you also listen to the music more than you listen to the words 100% and I think that might be yes because you're listening you're looking for like does the video aid to, like, whatever the words and the lyrics mm-hmm. are? It takes me a minute to listen to the lyrics of songs. Like, mm-hmm. I hear the music first, and the music has to catch me before I pay attention to the words. Mm-hmm. So that's why 
Evermore and Folklore were struggles for me. There were they were my favorites. Um. <laughs> anyway, so um, I was like, what videos have I watched? Like, they'll go on the list if I've watched them multiple times. Like, mm-hmm. not just like I saw it and I liked it, but it's something that I like went back and like have watched over and over. Mm-hmm. So the um, One Direction Night Changes video, I put at number five. Um, and I liked One Direction's music a little bit before I saw this video, but I kind of protested One Direction for a minute because, because people were obsessed with them and thought that they were the coolest and tried to make me listen to them, and I, like, was like, meh. That's the most me thing you've ever said. (laughs) I know. Because normally I'm not like that. Um, but I just, I didn't get it. Like, I, I, everyone was obsessed with Harry, and I was like, he looks like a puppy dog. I don't know, I mean, like, I don't understand. He did look like a puppy dog. He did at the time. So, um... Then I, I don't know what made me watch this video. I don't, I don't know what changed. I don't know. But I watched the video and then I was like, do I want to date all of these boys? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Uh, so then that like started a like deep dive into One Direction stuff. Um, so then, um, and like Zane left like right after, like, I mean, it was a very oh, short Oh, you took time. a long time to get into yes, them it was, then. It was like 2000... 14 or 15. Wow. Um, so then, uh, but I was sad that Zane left. I was like devastated immediately because he was like my favorite in the Night Changes video. Mm -hmm. And that, and I had like just started really like Mm. getting into them. And so then, um, you know, like I feel like Zane was my favorite at that time. And then I started watching more stuff and, like, seeing the personalities of the other boys. And then, especially now that they've, like, broken off and have done their own things. And, like, obviously Harry and Niall, mm-hmm. especially, I've paid more attention to. So, I just, you know, I've gone back and watched the video again now. Yeah. And it's just cute. It's, yeah. like, the, the whole setup of the video is um, that they're going on like dates it looks like you're going on a date with each it's like interactive boys. like fan fiction basically yeah. like you know how there are girls who are like the right fan fiction where you're a character yes. that's what this is in a music video yes. so like zane is taking you to like a nice dinner and uh niall is taking you like go to his house and play board games by a fire and then um louie is going in like a they like walk in the park but he also has like this old classic car nice car and then um liam you go to the carnival and then harry you go ice skating so it's super cute and they like they're looking at the camera and like talk like mouthing at the camera or whatever so it feels like it feels like like, they're looking at you or whatever is the whole point um but i just think it's cute okay but i do wish that niall looked more like he does now because i told brett last night i was like he looks like the heat miser he really (laughs) does it was bad it was so bad um but yeah, Zane is beautiful in that video, like mm. peak Zane. Um, and then now I look at it, and now that I like love Harry and I think he's so cute in it, but at the time, he just he was young and he needed to like kind of grow into his features. Yes. Um, and then Liam, I do think is cute too. And Li- I mean, they're all cute. They're all cute. They're all cute. Um, but yeah, so then so the dates like you know the whole song is night changes or whatever, isn't it? Whatever. What do they say? At what part, friend? They say a lot of things. Does it ever drive you crazy just Just how fast the night night changes? changes, Which is a beautiful lyric. Yes. And I'm obsessed with it. Yes. And it's also, I think, not what you would... Like, I think I would have expected from the lyrics of that song for it to be, like, not as, like, funny and cutesy of a video. Yeah. 
Like, and I think that's maybe why I love that video, but I don't, like, I love it on its own. Yes. I don't necessarily love it as an accompaniment yes, that. Yes. to that song. Because that song is kind of sad. Uh-huh. Um, but the way that they kind of do it in the video, which is also funny, too, because like you said, like, girls write fan fiction about this stuff. Like, it's like every, like, One Direction fangirl, whatever's dream to go on a date with one of these boys. But then at the end of each date, like, something goes wrong. Horribly wrong in some cases. Yeah. And so, like, breaking bones, vomiting, getting attacked getting arrested, at a restaurant, like, getting arrested, and fire. Like, literally being horrible. caught on yeah. fire. So it's just, like, funny that it ends that way. And I think it's also kind of them shooting a message, like, hey, you don't actually want to uh-huh, date us. We exactly. Yes. Like, this is, like, this is reality, you know, like, so yeah. Yes. Okay, so my number five, I've switched my list around, by the way, since we, they're all still the same, but they're in a different order. So my number five is Lonely Town by Brandon Flowers. If you're not familiar with Brandon Flowers, you, yes, you are. He's the lead singer of The Killers. He had two solo albums in between, like, Killers albums, and this is from The Desired Effect. It's very, like, 80s synth inspired. It's a brilliant song, like, I'm obsessed with it. And, um, it kind of has that same vibe as, like, what's that song, Every Breath You Take, Uh from The Police, where a lot of people, it's like, every breath you take, every step you, something, I'll be watching you, I'll be watching you, and everybody's like, oh, what a great love song, making this my, um, first dance, and then Sting was like, um, it's about a stalker, so don't. Right. This is very much, like, it just, you don't think about it, and then, like, once you sit with the lyrics, you're like, oh, this is like the whiny man song, kind of. I mean, I don't want to say that because, like, I have listened to it and applied it to my own life, and I am neither whiny nor a man. But <laughs> anyway, it's it's very much, like, from the perspective of either a um, somebody who's been broken up with or somebody who was, like, obsessed with somebody and got turned down. And so the video is just, um, I cannot remember this actress's name, but she played Liv on I'll look her up. Vampire Diaries, and she played Letha, which is the, still the dumbest name, on Hemlock Grove. I can see her face. Penelope. Penelope Mitchell. It's Penelope Mitchell, yes. And it's she's wearing like a very final girl in a horror movie from the late 70s, early 80s, mm, mid-80s uh, outfit. It's very high-waisted shorts. Um, convert or Keds and like a baseball tee, and she's using a Walkman, listening to the song, dancing through the house, and then at the end she goes and takes the garbage out, and the like tone of the song changes, and you realize everything we've seen of her dancing inside the house has been through the eyes of her stalker who is watching her inside the house and is, like, headed towards the front door to attack her. And it cuts off right when he, like, walks towards the front door. Um, it is insane. It feels a little bit like a movie. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I warned her. I was like, listen, it's kind of gonna, it's kind of creepy. Um, it was, you hated it in the way that it, like, made you nervous. Or did you just straight up hate it? Well, and the, yeah, I don't want... I don't, like, the stalker thing freaks me out. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have nightmares. I'm not going to be able to, like, you know, go to sleep without thinking somebody's outside my window yeah. staring I really, me. If there's somebody outside your bedroom window, they got, they real tall. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. But, um, it, yeah, it felt like a short film while still being, like, the length of the song. 
it's simple, subtle, until that tonal shift, which, like, literally, like, when you realize somebody's been watching her, it's a, like, it's in, especially the first time, it sends a chill down your spine. Uh, And I would, like, the first time I watched it, I was, like, oh, like, worried for her. I was, like, oh, no. Um, You should be worried for her. I know. It's it's so efficient in making you feel uneasy. Um, Yeah. I think that's it. It makes me feel uneasy, and I don't like to feel uneasy. Yeah. And I do. Well, (laughs) when I'm watching things, I like to feel what I'm supposed to feel, you know? Um, And if I'm supposed to feel uneasy, I like it when people are successful in making me feel that way. Mm Mm-hmm. So, very simple. Brandon Flowers is not in it at all, which also adds to it. And it's very much, like, early horror movies to, like, I can't think of any right now off the top of my head. The very first Halloween does this at the very beginning. Like, there's a a filming technique where they make you feel like you are the killer. This does that, too, by, like, putting your view through the killer's or the attacker's eyes. It's great. (laughs) <laughs> for me. I also just love Brandon Flowers, so that helps, yeah. but... Um, okay, so this one is... I was really questioning putting this one on there because it's so new, and I just worry that it's because of my current state of mind, but I went with it anyway. No, 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 no. This is good. Okay. Um. <laughs> I, I think it belongs on this list. Okay. Okay, so I put um, Casey Musgraves' Can't Help Falling in Love video, which is strictly just clips from the movie. But they're the new structured. Elvis movie. I'm gonna, yes. I mean, I'm going to let you talk, but the structure of them, it's it's a music video. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. But, like, we don't see Casey one time. There's nothing right. else but the right. clips is what Cause I'm saying. I'm, and I guess I'm saying that because, like, a lot of music video, music videos that accompany movies, mm-hmm. they're just random-ass clips thrown in. Mm-hmm. This is structured yeah. in a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Like I said, I was worried that this was going to just be a reflection of my current mental state because I have only been consuming Austin and Elvis content. But, like, music videos weren't a thing for... Mm-mm. Until 1982, Louis said? Early like 80s. Um, so, this was, like, as, as close as I could get to mm-hmm. um, an Elvis music video, I guess. Um, so, I genuinely love this version of the song, too. And the way that they, like Britt was saying, it's structured in the video, it kind of is jumping back and forth. Like, the first part you see is this, like, emotional conversation that Elvis and Priscilla are having after their marriage is over. And so then it kind of shows them having that conversation, but then it jumps back and forth to that scene and then other, like, times in their marriage, maybe cuter, sweeter, happier times, whatever. Um, But the very first, specifically my favorite one, the way it jumps back, is the very first time it jumps back is it's, like, showing them in the car having this, like, emotional conversation and him looking at her, and then it switches, and then it's him looking at her when they, like, first met. And so, I loved that. Yeah. No, it's, it's be- great. It's beautiful. It, t- it, yeah. It makes everything sadder. Uh-huh. For it's sure. very atmospheric. Yeah. I think it's good. Uh, my number four is I'm on Fire by Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. That, uh, I don't know that it's my favorite Bruce Springsteen song, but, like, the vibe of it, the sound of it, mm-hmm. so pretty, so mm-hmm. soothing, the song is about a man who wants a girl he likes to cheat on her husband with him, mm-hmm. and he ends up not. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's very much um, about, like, how desire and, like, want can make you feel like you're going to just spontaneously combust. The video opens in a mechanic shop. 
which I've said this before when we talked about our fine men by the decade and I put Springsteen on there. Mm-hmm. He has that like neighborhood sexy mechanic vibe, yeah. which I bet you didn't know was a thing, but it is. And so it opens with that and it's this woman comes in and you can hear the other mechanics talking about how like she's bringing her car in for a tune up again. She does this every week, which that's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, sure is. But I can also see myself breaking parts of my car so that Bruce Springsteen can fix them. <laughs> yes. And you never see her. You see her shoes and her skirt. Mm-hmm. It's very 80s. And like her hands. Yes. Everything's very 80s. But um, she he rolls out from under the car and he's stunning to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You had concerns over his sideburns, but it well, turns out it was just it the was grease, just like grease. It was just like in the tiny little... Um, the thumbnail, thumbnail for the video. Yes, I was like, are his sideburns all the way to his mouth? <laughs> they were not. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he rolls out, and he's she's asking if he can have the car ready by tomorrow, and he's like, yeah, I can have it ready by tonight. Do you want me to bring it to you? And she's like, no, no, we live all the, we live all the way in hill, the hills. I'll just come get it tomorrow. But then, like, he fixes the car, and he's, like, driving it through the city while he's singing. And he takes it back to her house, and he knows she's home alone. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's at the beginning of the song he mentions, like, um, and the, I, it's not my fave lyric in the song, but he's, like, it's, he says, is your daddy home? And y'all know how I feel about calling these men daddy. Mm-hmm. But he's not... And he lingers at the door for a while, like, he's going to ring the doorbell and, like, because, mm-hmm. like, once he's there, right. moves are made, it's happening. Uh-huh. But instead, he puts the keys in the mailbox and he walks all the way home, which, by the way... It's a long way to walk, so. walk Long way to walk is, I'm pretty sure it's L.A., so you're walking long, 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 from long. the hills back to your mechanic shop in who knows where. Mm-hmm. It's the 80s. You're going to walk through L.A. in the 80s? <laughs> At nighttime? <laughs> At night? Bruce can get up, get away with it. Yeah, but. for sure. Anyway, yeah. it's also like the the video is over three minutes long. It feels... It just feels really short. It feels like it's 30 seconds. Uh-huh. It's so short, so simple. Effectively tells the whole story in like three minutes and 30 seconds. Also, the amount of people in the YouTube comment section who were like so effective... Affected... By, um, by that video. Like, Renee Heinrichs, I'm putting everybody out there, (laughs) said, Goosebumps every time I listen to this song, you can feel the lust and the desire, and yet so simple, awesome. Duncan Idaho said, A true masterpiece of passion, lust, and yearning, epic in its heartfelt honesty and simplicity. Um, Bleep 77, very inspired name. So there are certain 80s songs that give me an overwhelming, painful, and bittersweet sense of nostalgia. This is definitely one of them. And, like, the amount of people who were, like, dedicating it to, like, this was my dad's favorite song in the 80s, and he died, like, five years ago. Like, that's not a song, like, you're going to be like, this is a, this is a song for my dad. No. But, like, the fact that his music has, like, that effect on people is yeah. important to me, I think. Um, also, Bruce is hot there, and his role in the video sums up his whole persona, and, and I love him. <laughs> Great. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um, my next one, I had to, like, text my friend Rachel, because I was like, I'm forgetting something. And I was like, tell me music videos I love. And, um, she remembered this, and so, thanks, Rachel. Um, Shawn Mendes Wonder Whew. video. So, I really think that Sean was like, 
I want to make a thirst trap specifically for Amanda when he <laughs> made this video. That's what God said when he made Trevor Donovan. <laughs> yes. He said that about me, not you, though. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> um, so, at first, like, I was like, I wish this was, you know, a time when Sean's hair was its normal, shorter length. Yeah. Um, but, like, I... I can get over it. And also, at first in the video, they're on this train, and, you know, we've talked about it, it looks like the Polar Express. It really does. Like, there's a, a point where, like, a girl walks uh-huh. past him, and I straight up was like, is that the little girl from Polar Express? <laughs> yes. Um, and he's wearing this sweater that looks like it could be my great-grandma's. He looks like Elle from the third season of Stranger Things. Yes. It's, no, the second season of Stranger yes. Things. Um, and so, anyway, but then everything changes because then he sticks his head out of the top of the train. Not just his head, his whole body. His whole, his, like, his torso, like, torso uh, yeah. yeah. And then the train is about to go under a tunnel thing. Mm-hmm. So he has to, like, throw himself backwards to avoid being decapitated. But... <laughs> it freaks me out every time. Every time I, I'm like, he's going to lose his head. Yeah, yeah, she's scared every time. And every time I'm like... <gasps> yeah. He is beautiful once he yeah. loses that... Once he loses, loses that card again. Yes. So, and then every the way that the action things happen in the video and the way that aligns with the music I love. So, like, there's, like, a, you know, like, a big, like, cymbal crash or moment or something when, when he throws himself back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes back to being, like, calm, normal. And then he, music-wise, and then he's in the woods. Don't know where, but he looks like now he's no more sweater, so it's just like a white racer back tank top and these navy pants, and he looks like he just got dropped out of a plane in 1942. Like, mm-hmm. so love that. Like, throw some dog tags on that man, and he could have walked onto the set of Pearl Harbor, right? Looking like he does. Also, his arms. Yes. So that's what I was gonna say. This, um, whoever, I would like to personally thank whoever put him in this tank top, and I would like to, to personally display Sean's upper body yes and i would like to personally thank his personal trainer yes yes so his arms and then there's a shot from like he's he's at the end of the video like on his knees on this cliff and he and the shot is from behind and there's been this big wave that came up so he's also wet and the shot is coming from behind and his like shoulder blades those traps yes and his whole back looks so good okay so um okay the scenery like i said he's like on a cliff and again like when the music does, like, a big, like, pause and then, like, swells again, a big wave, like, comes mm-hmm. up over the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, when he's running through the woods before that to get to the cliff, like, all of that is beautiful. And he, and then there's also these, like, backup dancer people are doing these kind of weird dance moves, I guess. It's, like, he, contemporary. Yes, it's, yeah. it's more contemporary, but I love that. Same. And so, um, like, it makes the show choir and Dancing with the Stars fan in me mm-hmm. so happy to see um, all of that. But yeah, I literally sat there at work with one of my friends at work and watched this video on our lunch break on repeat. So I love that video too. And like towards the end, and even though I've seen it a thousand times, towards the end when he's running mm-hmm. to the cliff that overlooks the water, I keep expecting him to jump. Uh huh. Yeah. And when he doesn't, I'm like, good, but also like, uh, I like big bodies of water in music videos. Yeah. Like, have you seen the music video for Cardigan? By Taylor Swift? Yes. Okay, when she climbs back into the piano and pops up in the ocean and it's, like, stormy. Mm -hmm. Love that. Would have loved it more for Sean. (laughs) But I understand the the symbolism of not jumping into the ocean, so I'm fine with it. Yes. Okay, so my number three is Hurt by Johnny Cash. And I was hurt that she made me endure this. (laughs) You were so mad slash sad. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... 
this is a very simple video, but the, just the everything about it sums up the song, his life, his career. Like, it's beautiful. Um, so, this song came out. This is actually originally a Nine Inch Nail song, and it's about drug use. But, Johnny Cash covered it, and when he sings it, it changes the whole meaning to, like, being about aging and loss and, like, leaving a legacy and, like, things that haunt you. And, um, so the video starts with him. He's, like, in his 80s. This is literally his last, like, filmed appearance. You know, he's just singing and he's eating at an empty, or he's sitting at, like, an empty, what are, what are the, what are the long, like, a long table, like, last supper like table. table? I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I'm not fancy. I don't know tables. But, like, in paintings of, like, yeah. The Last Supper, that length. And the, all the, like, decor and the way things mm-hmm. are plated, too, mm-hmm. is very... I mean, it's all, like, it's lobster. It's it looks like, like King Henry VIII would be eating at this right. meal. It's a feast, but yeah. he's sitting there alone. Yeah. And um, at some point, he's, like, pouring wine out on the table, and he's, like, sitting alone and singing, and... June Carter was still alive at the time, and she's standing over him, and she looks so concerned, but also so in love, and which I love. Interspersed in all of that are, like, clips from his career, like, his films, his performances, like, and then just from, like, his everyday life with, like, his kids mm-hmm. and June and stuff. Um, it's just, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's sad, and I wish that Elvis had gotten... A video like that but Same. you know life is hard yeah i told her i was like they would play this video on cmt whenever it came out and i would immediately i think i watched it one time and then ever since then i immediately changed the channel because i was like can't it's can't. like nothing <laughs> about the actual video is sad but just the Knowing. like the feeling it gives you is sad yes it's also very pro- prophetic yes that's the word because literally he sings like everyone i know goes away in the end and it flashes to June Mm -hmm. she dies like two months later yeah Yeah. there's a lot of imagery and he he is old and frail yeah but they keep showing you when he was like young and like at the height of his career there's also the part like there's a line where he talks about the needle and the needle tears a hole the old familiar sting obviously that was about like heroin use in the nine inch nails version and this like that could be medication that's what I was going to say. I mean, it, he could be also be reflecting on when he had... Or, yeah, that Addiction too. issues. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. And then when he starts crying. Yeah. Like, in the song. Anyway, and then it, it builds really well, and they, like, keep showing, like... It's, it's basically, like, just constant flashes. It's great. It's beautiful. What a way to sum up a, a life, a career, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, is also used, the song is used very well in the trailer to Logan, which is one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. Which the Wolverine, it? it's the, it's a Wolverine movie. Okay. I went to go see it with Melanie and we cried the whole time. So anyway, that's my number three. Um, so my number two, um, which I talked about this on my 30th birthday episode is Faith Hill's There You'll Be video. Um, so I love a lot of Faith's videos. I watched I mean, CMT was constantly on, and mm-hmm. I think that's too why I was like, what did I watch over and over? Because I, there's so many. Um, and so, but I mean, every, every Saturday, 
and then even in, remember that was just all they used to do was play music videos. Yeah. So like getting ready in the morning. They didn't have shows. It was music videos yeah. like twenty four seven. Yes. So I love a lot of Faith Hill's videos, and she was like my favorite um, female singer um, growing up. Followed closely by Shania. Um, but that's something I watched Shania's um, documentary uh, last night. I started it and I finished it today. It's very good. Everyone should watch. Um, so. But, like, in school, I remember in computer class, we, to, like, help us learn PowerPoint, like, how to use PowerPoint, we had to um, make a PowerPoint about a celebrity, mm. and I chose Faith Hill. Um, so, loved her. She's beautiful and stunning in everything she's ever, I've ever seen her in. Um, I like a lot of her looks here. Some of her looks now, when I watch, they're, like, a little dated, you know? Yeah. The ones where they make her, like, look like she's in the 40s, looks great. Yeah. Some of the ones where it's, like, her on the set, not on the set, but, you know, like, imitating the set of Pearl Harbor. Right, when it, like, flashes to, like, present-day type stuff. Yes, it's, yeah. like, present-day, but it's, like, she's standing there with the parachute hangers, but her dress that she's mm-hmm. wearing is very 2001. Yeah. Um, and so that, some of that is kind of dated. Uh, I mean, she still looks great, but. So this song was on the Pearl Harbor soundtrack. Um, I think I was nine when this came out. Mm -hmm. It was like 2001 or something like that. Um, but I remember like watching the video and being like loving it and just like the 1940s of it all. Like I was like, this is my aesthetic. (laughs) And, um, this will be my life. Yes. And I was like, who are these men? Um, and so, because there's clips from Pearl Harbor in it. And so, and it's all, I, like, joke that this is, like, the only part of Pearl Harbor that I still watch. Because, like, I kind of sometimes, if I'm watching Pearl Harbor with other people who have not seen Pearl Harbor, or who, like, you know, we're watching it for the purpose of, like, really watching this movie, mm-hmm. I will not fast forward all the war parts. But there are times that, like, me and my friends are like, we're going to just fast forward the war like and just watch I all the love stories. straight to when uh, the Titanic hits the iceberg. Right. Yeah. I will say, I'm glad you said that because I also loved this video. Mm-hmm same age, Mm -hmm. and I remember I famously did not watch Pearl Harbor until, like, I met, like, we were friends. Like, Uh you showed it to me for the first time. Yes. And I remember, like, based on the music video, thinking, like, this is a love story, the likes. And my, like, I had a friend who was obsessed with it and would talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. So that and the music video made me feel like it was very much a love story with a little bit of... Yeah. Pearl Harbor sprinkled in. Right. No, no. girl. There was like... <laughs> there's lots of I feel more. like there's 40 minutes of just yes. the Japanese ship sailing to yes. Hawaii. Yes, And I'm like, this is boring. Where's Ben? <laughs> Where's like, Ben? Oh, yeah, but... Like, the fact that Michael Bay was like, I will make a movie and there will be romance. No, sir. Right. Like, he was like, I'm making a romance movie. And we're like, no, sir. No, you're not. You're making one giant explosion <laughs> uh-huh. with a love triangle. Yes, exactly. Um, Still great, though. Oh, yes. As I, I do love the movie. Um, but, yeah, and I didn't, I didn't watch it until high school. I'm pretty sure my parents had it on, like, a two VHS situation. Really? Mm-hmm. Was it that long? Yeah. You don't know that because now we just fast forward all. That's true. I was like, can you make this ship go faster? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I didn't watch it until I was in high school. I think I remember asking my parents if I could see it and they were like, no. And so then, which is also shocking that they said no to that. Yeah, they let you watch Pretty Woman. But watching Josh Harden get between them Uh parachutes is too much. Apparently. 
Um, oh man, but I can also see that like it's a like the the actual attack on Pearl right. Harbor scenes are kind of scary. Yeah, it is for yeah. a and younger person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and I was you know a sensitive little nine year old. I think that was really it. It was the war violence probably mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, but yeah, so then I didn't watch it until high school, and I remember watching it and being like, oh my gosh, I loved this, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, and I specifically remember, like, things that when I think back about little me watching the video that stood out to me was the shot from the movie where Danny and Evelyn are underwater and they're, like, twirling up. Mm-hmm. Um, I remembered that, and then, of course, the parachute part. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, this is this is what stands out to me as like country music video of my youth. <laughs> <That's funny>. um, <laughs> my number two, which I thought was gonna be my number one, but <laughs> just for the purpose of like a well-rounded story, okay, I made my number two my number one. Okay, okay, so my number two is Dustin and Fairy Tale by the Killers. This, this one was my favorite. Real was it of the ones? Yeah. Okay. I think I might be forgetting what your number one is. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um. This one, the aesthetics were right up your alley. Yes, exactly. So, Dustin Fairy Tale by The Killers is a song Brandon Flowers wrote while his mom was battling brain cancer. And it's very much a reflection on his dad. He was a late in life child. He has, like, he's Mormon. Um, and they are big on, like, big families. So, he's the youngest of, like, whole lot of kids. <laughs> but he is a late in life child. So his parents met in like the early 60s. And um he he said that it was like a reflection on like his mom whom he loves and like in an effort to understand his father who he also loves but like they were very different. And um like lyrically it is a masterpiece. Um but the video is set in the early 60s late 50s. It opens, it's a, It's also like a little movie. It opens mm-hmm. in a fist fight between two, like, greaser gangs. And in that, we see, like, one guy in the fight is our main character. Oh, wait. I think I jumped the gun. It actually opens on an old man. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell he has been through it. You come to find out that he has gotten out of prison. So then it flashes back to, like, the summer of 61, Greaser fist fight, and, um, we, we know, we see our main character, and, like, he is clearly, like, in love with this girl. She's beautiful, and, um, you can tell, like, the guy he's fighting is kind of, like, maybe after her a little bit, and there's just flashes of the summer main character and girl dated this Greaser fight, and then this guy, like, getting out of prison and readjusting to his life and, like, running into people he knows or whatever. And in the course of the video, like, right when it's building, you get nothing but greaser fight. You find out, like, main character killed the guy mm-hmm. in the fight. He obviously, like, goes to prison for 50-something years. And at the end, he goes to the girl's house, and, like, they hug, and it's very somber, but, like, hopeful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really beautiful, and it's really, like, even though, you know, his dad was not in prison for killing anybody, or, you know, like, these characters are not his parents, but I think the beauty of this song is, like, it can, it's written about, you know, his parents, but it can apply to a situation like this, or it, it can apply to... Any, like, 
young love situation. Mm -hmm. Um, The lyrics are beautiful. It's just a really good, like, emotionally charged story. And the aesthetics are... I mean, this is like, the killers are always aesthetically pleasing. They're like, okay, this is what we're going for, and we will not fail. Mm -hmm. So, and this one was a, a good one. And then, like, every once in a while, you can see the killers performing, and this is Brandon Flowers at his damn best... Yeah. looking for me yeah so did you have thoughts on it um yeah like you said the aesthetics of it were really pretty um for me the 50s vibe of it all yeah it was also like with the whole little fight that they were having the gang fight situation very west side story for me yeah my only complaint is that the greasers looked too similar so yep. i could not because i spent i actually think i maybe liked the video more when i thought this was the case i thought the boyfriend died originally like the first few times i watched this and I thought the guy was, like, who had killed her boyfriend was, like, coming back all these years to apologize. Oh, yeah. And I kind of like it better that way. I do, too. But, um, I really wanted Especially to be... Especially if, if it was, like, you know, they were, like, dumb teenagers. Yeah. Know? And, like, the way she... And that's another thing. Like, her face when she hugs him is very, like, unsure, almost, like, hesitant. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can see that being the case if this was your boyfriend 55 years ago and he's been in prison and you've moved on and you've gotten married and now it's like, what do you do with all of this? Yeah. But, I don't know, I think I kind of like the vibe better if she's, like, hesitating, being like, do I forgive him for killing my boyfriend right in front of me? Well, but then it's also, like, do I forgive him for ruining, essentially, the future that we could have had together? Then that is true, and that's also profound. And she, when she hugs him the little YouTube, like, thumbnails came up for, like, what was going to play next or suggested for you or whatever. And, um, it covered up her hand. And I was like, wait, does she have a ring on? Like, I was, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's she's meant to be married yeah. by now. Which, I mean, would be. And that sense. older lady is also beautiful. Yeah. She, yeah and well, the, the, the young girl is beautiful, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy playing the older version of Looks the main character, like, he, like, the facial expressions yeah. he was using, I was like, I am so sad for this he man. He was great, whoever that man was. Yeah, the whole video is, like, very well. Like, the killers don't do anything halfway, mm-hmm. so this is mm-hmm. to be expected. But That also was more of, like, a story. The way that the story went was more something that I would enjoy, too. Besides yeah. just the aesthetic of it. Like, if this were a movie, I would def yeah, watch it. for sure. Um, But, yeah. And then, like, I don't know. I think about that last hug and then the... um. The line in the song, which I, I know you don't, like, necessarily pay attention to the words, but mm-hmm. he says, is there still magic in the midnight sun, or did you leave it back in 61? Mm-hmm. Ugh. And thinking about them hugging and being like, what's going to happen now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's almost like asking for a second chance. Well, and, like, even just, like, the emotion of he has been in jail this entire time and, like, trying to adjust to life not right. in prison when he has spent. And how old do you think he's supposed to be? When he gets out? In his six. Yeah. I mean, like early 60s, 60s, 70s. Yeah. yeah, early 60s is what I was thinking. So imagine having lived your whole life in prison and then getting out and like being like, what the heck do I do? Right. You know? Also, the, um, yes to all of that. And then like at the restaurant when like he's being like served, and it, you can tell it's like he's ordered like a full meal. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is probably the first like not slop he's had in forever. Mm-hmm. That scene. Yes. Also, at the end, where, like, the music is slowly dying out before he goes to her house, and it's, like, the younger version walking, Mm -hmm. and it's just immediately, like, transforms into the older version. That's also Mm -hmm. breathtaking. Mm 
Um, I love that one. I really, really thought it was going to be number one until I, like, sat and thought about, like, and I made this a personal choice. I did that thing that you did with um, the Taylor Swift boyfriends where <laughs> the music video men, where I was, like, being objective. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. Who would be the, who's the best man? Right, and I was like, who Who's do the I best want? man for me? <laughs> yes. So yeah. I did, I put, I put, uh, I made an emotional decision. So, yeah. that's my number two. Great. Honorable mentions? Yes. Okay, so I have, like, five. Um, so... This was like a Sean Mendez runner up, but it's not on there because it's not technically a music video, I don't guess. But Sirius XM put out a video of him singing It's Always Been You, like performing it. Mm. And he just looks so good. And I love that song. It's my favorite one from that album. Um, okay. I also had uh, Niall Horan's Slow Hands. Just because I've watched that one so many times. He's so cute in that He's video. Cute, hot, yeah. er- everything. Everything, yeah. He is everything. Um, and then, like, that really changed Nile for me. Before I was like, oh, cute, sweet little Nile. Honestly, back in the 1D days, like, especially the, like, everything from before Zayn left, I would have put him in last place. Uh-huh. Um, now, solid first. Like, yeah. if I was going to marry any of the, oh, yeah, the One Direction members. Yes. Uh, all day. I'll, yes. I will run you all over for yeah, now. for sure. Um, then... Okay, this was, we were cracking up laughing so hard. So, like, y'all know that Backstreet Boys was my favorite boy <laughs> band. And, like, they were my, I, I was obsessed with them growing up. And so, um, I put, as honorable mentions, the Backstreet's Back video because that one was so fun because they, like, ha- it had, like, a story where their bus breaks down and they have to stay at this, like, haunted mansion kind of mm-hmm. thing, hotel, whatever. And then they all, like, in the night, like, turn into a different monster. And it's, like, mm-hmm. the Universal Monsters. We talked about that. Um, and so that's fun seeing them like that. And then they wake up and they're like, I had the craziest dream, you know? And they like realize that they all had the dream. And then the bus driver comes back and he's all scary looking and they scream. It's like a whole cute little thing. It is. It's very, it's really cool. It's also filmed in the house from the Casper movie. Mm -hmm. This is the one where I was like, this video walked. So the kill by 30 seconds to Mars could fly. Yes. Um, I love that. Like, That's the thing with the Backstreet Boys. Like, even though we were laughing and being like, this is, like, so 90s it hurts, Uh they're so fun to watch. They're so fun. Even their videos now. Yeah. When they're, like, a man band. Yes, a man band. Yes, yes. I love the one. What's the one in the, like, train station or subway? Chances. You know, Charlene does write that song. Yes, I do. Of course you did. My boo. Okay, wait, but then the other one that we laughed, uh, this one, this one we laughed more at, really, is the Quit Playing Games With My Heart video. Because this was, and this was their, like, first music video in the U.S. And, like, Kevin and, um, the Backstreet Boys Show and What You're Made Of documentary on Amazon, everybody go watch it, um, was talking about how he was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Like, when, when he saw it, he was like, oh no. <laughs> um, because literally, it's just, they're, they're just standing around this, um, like, a park at nighttime that looks like it's by, like, a apartment factory yeah, or something yeah, like it's weird and so and it's just them kind of like group shots of them and then like individual shots of them and you know they're like looking at the camera and like doing all this weird stuff with their hands and like whatever and then all of a sudden yeah um and then all of a sudden it like changes <laughs> and now group shots and individual shots are in the pouring down rain and these men are various degrees of shirtless or open shirt or whatever um and 
And it is just so funny. Like, they're just dancing around and moving around and singing. And, and like, Howie is just body rolling his... I mean, it's just, like, gratuitous shots of how, how, just he Howie from, like... the last time he was going to get attention. Yes, it was, like, Howie from, like, hips to neck just, like, body rolling over and over. It's so funny. Oh, man. It's a good time. Kevin looks great. Kevin, I keep, like, halfway through, I was like... Kevin looks like Ian Somerhalder looks mm-hmm. like Kevin Zeckers looks like Kevin. Yes, like yes. Like, a whole... Thing. Whole thing. hmm And then AJ is, like, I think fully shirtless. AJ has never not scared me. Um, I love him. I um, And then, I, told, I joked with Britt, I was like, well, they can't show Nick shirtless because he's prepubescent at Literally, this point. He's he was, 12. Yeah, he was so young. And then I was like, and Brian loves Jesus. So he's like, I'm not going to be out there thirst trapping he's all these girls. adding layers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, in, the, um, in the other video where they're all like universal movie monsters and they're dancing around um, all these girls. Uh-huh. I was like, why come Brian don't have no bitches? <laughs> like, where are his women? Instead, Brian's just incessantly <laughs> doing backflips. <laughs> Throughout this mansion as a wolf. But I laughed so hard when you like, because I, I literally had just said, yeah. I'm getting tired of this little boy doing back handsprings. <laughs> and then he back handspringed through like Kevin's like shot. And I was like, never That's mind. So this funny. is the best thing I've ever In seen. In that Back Cheats Back video, my two favorite costumes are um nick is a mummy and like i don't care about that mm-hmm. howie that is the cutest howie has ever looked in the when, where they're normal in that mm-hmm. video he looks great he also looks kind of pretty as a vampire but he oh, has no, no, the no. weird he great the weird long hair um to but, be fair dracula 2000 had just come out and he did have long hair in that so i'm not gonna who's in who plays him in that i don't think anybody that i like super am familiar with hold on also i might have the name of the movie wrong because isn't Dracula... T- which one? Wasn't Gerard Butler in something? Maybe it was him. I also could be... Like, I very much remember... Okay, Dracula 2000 is a movie with where Gerard Butler plays him. Yeah. But I, like, very much remember seeing commercials where Dracula had, like, long hair and... Yeah, but that's not quite how I remember him. Hmm. Like, I remember him with, like... There's a list of every every time Dracula has ever appeared on screen, so I'm going to find it and I will figure it out. Yep. Um, but my two favorites are not Brian being a wolf because all he does is backflip around looking like a wolf. Um, AJ is um the fan of the opera. Um, and which so of course being a musical nerd, I love that. Um, but then my favorite is Kevin. He's uh Dr. Jacqueline and Mr. Hyde. And he, like, which one's the bad one? Uh, Mr. Hyde. So, are we sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Whoever the bad one is of Jacqueline Hyde, that side of his face looks kind of like he's, like, a lizard man or something like that. Yeah, it's he like looks very greeny, scaly, and it's, Kevin is just stunning, so it just looks really cool on him, and then especially with the other side of his face looking, like, normal, beautiful. So, anyway, that's a fun one. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk that long about Backstreet Boys. No, that's okay. Maybe it's Dracula. No, absolutely not. Um, oh. oh, no, no, you keep talking. Okay. Um, I was going to just say my next one that I put on here as an honorable mention was um, Reba McIntyre's Does He Love You video. Um, so I remember this one from growing up. I love Reba. Um, and this and I love this song. Um, and her, um, one of her background singers, Linda Davis, who is um, Lady A singers, the lead Hillary singer. Hillary Scott. Hillary Scott, yes, that's her mom. Um, so, 
in this music video, which the whole song, they're basically singing, does he love you like he loves me, essentially. It's his wife and his mistress singing. And they're both talking about, you know, like, when he's with me, he blah, blah, blah. But then he leaves and like, well, when he's with me, he blah, blah, blah. But then he goes home to you and all this stuff. So, um, and in the video, like, you, they have it set up, you know, like, um, where you see him with both of them and you see that they're around each other and it's uncomfortable and whatever. And then the end of the, um, Homestead movie, the end of the video, um, it looks like Reba has blown up her husband and his mistress in their boat. Mm-hmm. But then it actually, what's his name? Rob Reiner. Yes, Rob Reiner yells One of cut. my favorite directors ever. And then he's like, yeah, like, great job. Okay, Reba, Linda, come look at this. And it's, it, it's like they were actors mm-hmm. filming a movie this entire time. Yeah, and then you see, like, the guy who plays the yeah, husband. Yeah, come over and look, yeah. Uh, it's the most 80s looking outfit. I mean, Reba has on this white suit thing with a headdress hat thing that covers up everything but her face. She had gotten into an accident or something before and had like a cut Uh, on her forehead so they had um, to cover it up. Uh Uh-huh. And they got creative. They sure did. And it's just crazy. And then, um, like, there's not a single outfit that they wear in that movie because it is just, I mean, in that video that, because it's so 80s that I would wear until the very end because Linda Davis has a cute little, like, sailor hat and, like, shorts and sweater before they go on the boat to get blown up. I want you to wear the all-white outfit, mm-hmm. and I will wear the fancy Ray Baker pill box hat. Uh-huh. Yeah, big sunglasses. You have those sunglasses. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, little, little tiny dress and the big fur coat. Mm-hmm. Let's wear them to Sunday school. Okay. It's Reba Day, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you didn't get the memo. Um, for clarification, it was not Dracula 2000 that I was thinking of in reference to Howie's costume. It's Bram Stoker's Dracula, which came out in 1992, and Gary Oldman played yep. Dracula, and he had the like big top hat and the long curly hair. Lofty hair, yeah. Okay. Your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions are not quite as long. Um, I did put The Kill by 30 Seconds to Mars on here just because it is... the bike one? No, that's the one that oh, we turned off because it was okay. scary. Okay. Um, just because it's really like I feel like I like I would rather watch this video than watch The Shining, um, but it's very much like a retelling of The Shining, and I just think that it's it's so effective in its scares and like in its weirdness. Um, also, there's a part where Jared Leto is fighting Jared Leto because like he's haunted and um it means a lot to me as a person (laughs) to have two of him at once um (laughs) and then I also have um Nobody Wins by Brian Fallon that's a good one um that song that that whole album is fantastic but the song is about like finally giving up on like young lost love and the video hits you with, like, a plot twist you do not see coming. Um, you could probably guess if you're, like, expecting, like... Sometimes you you start getting a vibe and you're like, Oh, no, this is not going to be what I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and I'm not even going to spoil it because it's good and I want you to have an effective experience if you decide to watch it. Okay. Um, well, I mean, you did watch it. But, like, if other people watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember that hot man? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I have any more honorable mentions. Okay. I'm not putting the Lana Del Rey <laughs> on here. 
we watched National Anthem by Lana Del Rey because I do like that video because it's just a whole experience and you come out of it being like, what did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> um, I highly recommend watching it, but like I'm not in a, I, I, it's not like, I enjoy it, but it's not like a favorite of mine. Um, as much as I do love her so, so much. Uh, I'm like making sure I'm not forgetting any because I feel like I, I should be. All right, we'll wing it and I'll just, regret it later when I'm <laughs> listening to this and I'm like damn it there's always like I told Britt when I was listening to our tropes episode I was like I just thought of like three other ones that I should have said that always happens okay number one number one okay my number one um is Taylor Swift Wildest Dreams which that was also my number one Taylor Swift video um so first of all I love the song second she looks stunning like Taylor mm-hmm. hey girl you should consider having your hair that dark all the time because I think that's the prettiest that she maybe ever looks. Scott Eastwood's there. <laughs> that's all this video that's needed the tweet. to win. Scott Eastwood. Um, and genuinely, like, the cinematography is so pretty. It, Yeah, and it's also, like, right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the landscape, there's, like, pretty landscape, like, grand romance in all the different scenes. Um they're in a plane, they're in these pretty fields, they're being all cutesy, and it's, like, all 1950s-y, and their outfits are great. I love his outfits, too. Um, she's randomly standing there with, like, a lion, which is really cool. I love, um, lions. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I big, big cats are my favorite animals that are not, like, you know, a dog. Um, it's got, like, a very out-of-Africa feel about it, mm-hmm. and I love that. Because, I think that was the goal, too. Yes. Like, I think she wanted that. Yes. Um, pop culture recommendation. Go watch Out of Africa with Robert Redford and Meryl Streep. Um, so the whole, there's this whole storyline, which the the first several times I watched it, I just kind of took it for what they showed me. So when you're watching it, it shows, so we're going to just say Scott and Taylor, and Scott and Taylor are actors, and they, what they are showing you is they are on set in Africa filming this movie, and having this beautiful grand romance mm-hmm. whilst doing so. Then they show, after like two and a half minutes of all of that wonderful beautifulness, they show them standing there like on set at like a film studio mm-hmm. in Hollywood, posing in front of this backdrop. And when I first saw it, I was just like, okay, so now they're back after they filmed this movie and they're just doing like promotional shots for the movie. And then you see it's like the movie's premiere and Taylor gets there, gets out of the limo, sees Scott there. He's with another woman. His wife. His wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, and he looks great. Um, and she of course looks like so sad and then it shows them watching the film and you know, like, they're watching themselves and, like... Be in love. Be in love and reliving it all or whatever. And they kind of, like, you know, she looks down there at him, he looks down there at her kind of thing. Then she gets up and just kind of runs out, mm-hmm. like, in emotional turmoil. And he... We see him that he has come after her, but, like, when we... You know, she's already in the car. Like, she sees him through the side mirror or rearview mirror. Yeah, like, she... Is, he did not get up fast enough. Right, correct. So I literally took it the first time I watched it as just, um, like I just said, they went to Africa, they had this grand romance and filmed this movie, and then they went and they took some pictures, and things are now tense because now they're back home, and he's back with his wife and whatever, and then, you know, 
which I didn't know that he was with his wife the first time I saw it, but when I watched it again, I was like, oh, yeah, they seem kind of weird here. It must be because, you know, now they're back home, so, like, things aren't the same as they were on their grand affair that they had in Africa. And then I saw the movie premiere, and, like, obviously she's upset and devastated, and he's, like, feeling bad about it, whatever. But then now when I watch it, and it's it's like not only are they standing there in front of this backdrop taking these photos or filming or whatever which that's something I need to look at further is it like filming or are they taking pictures because the way they pose it looks like they're taking pictures he's standing still and she like goes like this on him yeah and so it's hard to tell that's why I just thought they were just posing you know for like Mm -hmm. a picture so I kind of want to go back and look at the cameras and see if I can tell if the cameras are like rolling Mm -hmm. or if they are clicking right um and so you also though can see when in a shot you can see like a giraffe walking around backstage Mm -hmm. and that really was like I feel like the clue to me like they never were in Africa like yes they maybe had an affair but even I think an argument can be made for like did they even have one or is she just like in love with him I think they did I think but I think an argument could be made for like that was just what she wished had happened yeah um but um, I think that they had an affair, and then it, essentially everything we saw in the beginning with the Africa and the beautiful and the romance of it all was, like, essentially representing, like, what it meant to her. To her. Mm-hmm. But clearly, because Scott's married, like, it was not necessarily that for him. Right. And so, um, I do think him running after her shows that he does care somewhat, um, but... Or that he's scared she'll tell. Yeah. I don't want it to be that. The fact, because I took, <laughs> the fact that it takes him so long to catch up to her. Yeah. Makes me feel like he sat there and debated for a long time whether or not to chase after her at all. Or had to, had to wait a wait a second to make it look like he wasn't chasing after her. Right. Which, and like, I, he has his wife right there next to him. So, yeah. But anyway, I think he, I, I want to, I want to believe that he had to, he, that he does care a little bit. And yeah. maybe didn't realize that it didn't mean as much, that it meant, clearly now he sees that she's mm-hmm. in emotional, emotional turmoil over it. Um, and, you know, maybe he just thought, huh, yeah. whatever, didn't think about it, was being a dumb dude. It's a very cynical song uh-huh. when you really think about mm-hmm. it. Um, I mean, like, when she straight up says, like, I can see the end before it begins, uh-huh. but, like, just remember me, uh-huh. that, that makes me feel like... There was never, like, any chance for a happy ending in this video. Mm-hmm. I think we just want it because it's Scott. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And we're like... I don't want Scott to look bad. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, because he looks so good. He could never look bad. No. Um, but, yeah, I think that's her... Like, that's not her... To me, like, her most um, visually stunning, for me, video is Out of the Woods. But mm-hmm. Wild Streams is definitely up there Mm -hmm. um yeah that's a good one thanks yeah okay my number one a song you've never heard of (laughs) um it's for handwritten by the gaslight anthem this is my favorite band on the face of the planet um okay so handwritten like i don't even know where to start like it's so i might cry so (laughs) Um, the song is about, like, how music connects us all and that, like, while we're all very different, we have experiences that make us similar. Heartbreak, loss, love, youth. And then the fact that there's always a song that multiple people can hear 
And the song can mean one thing, but, like, to you, it will mean something that is specific to your life. Mm -hmm. And to me, it will mean something that's specific to my life that's different, but the feelings it evokes, like, it's the same. So, like, that's the whole point of the song. Mm -hmm. And um, the music video, it takes multiple watches and, like, a lot of concentration to get. And I did not catch it the first time. My little brother actually had to point it all out to me. But it opens with this guy standing, like, in his kitchen. It's, you can tell by the way he looks, like, it's the early 60s. Um, And he's standing there and he's playing with a lighter. And you can tell he's nervous. And then it clicks, or, like, it flips over to him walking onto stage with these guys who are obviously his band. And then it shows him, like, singing and having the time of his life. And it looks out into the crowd and there's these two kids at the very front who are just jamming out, having the time of their life. So then the video transitions to them. And the girl is, like, buying a record clearly the record from that performance of this this guy's band and she gives it to her boyfriend who is at the show with her boyfriend loves it listens to it all the time then you see him like packing his stuff and like leaving to go to the Vietnam War Mm -hmm. and he has like a interaction with his mom and dad that's like very emotionally charged I tear up like every time I see it he leaves and then you see like his dad in the um the attic listening to it and he looks devastated so like that's our clue that this kid never came back that's what i missed i didn't i didn't think he looked or if if he was devastated it was just because he left yeah um well and then i guess this next thing like it it really takes multiple watches but then you see him like he looks out the window and he sees the kid across the street like playing um baseball by himself like Mm -hmm. nobody is playing with him so the dad's, like, packing up the attic, and he pulls the um, that record out, and he, like, knows his son loved this record. So he he doesn't want to just, like, arbitrarily throw it away. He goes and he gives it to the kid. And you can see the kid, like, in his house pull out a record player and, like, listen to it. And, like, you can tell it affects him. And then you see him grow up and he's like clearly hit hard times he's carrying a box and he takes it to the record store and he's gonna sell them sell these records for cash Mm -hmm. and so this record gets put like a it has like a two dollar like used price tag on it and then you see an old man come into the record store he's got to be in like his 70s and he's uh if not older and he's like flipping the same lighter from the beginning to show us that like this is the guy who sang the song that kicked off this whole chain of events. And he's like flipping through the videos and he, or flipping through the records and he finds it and he picks it up and then you can see flat, like he's smiling, but it's like a very watery smile. Mm-hmm. And it flashes back to like him performing the song and how he felt performing it and like looking out into the crowd and like seeing this crowd of people who are like so different but experiencing the same feeling all at the same time. And it flashes to like, the kid and the dad and the the neighbor kid and then like and then it flashes to him and like he goes and he buys it and um it's just like such a good way of tying in this fact that like this one song spans decades spans circumstances you know social economic classes 
ages and it has managed to like get all of these people through like really hard times or really cool times. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that it goes full circle and like the way I get really misty eyed at the end when the artist finds his own record in the store and it's like a piece of his past that he loved came back to him mm-hmm. and like the way music does that for people. Mm-hmm. I think it's like fantastic and inspiring Mm -hmm. like romantic poetic it's great and the fact that it's like a band that almost no one has ever heard of and songs that like most people don't know Mm -hmm. and like the way they were able to tell that Mm -hmm. fantastic my favorite thing in the world yeah it was really good I like that was probably my second yeah and I almost made that one number two because Dustin Fairytale is like a production Mm mm-hmm but, I don't know, after thinking about it and, like, I truly intend when I finally do write that book, like, there's a line in that song that says, And to ease the loss of youth and the many, many years I've missed you, the pages plead forgiveness, every word handwritten, that's going to be in the, like, the foreword of my book. So, obviously, that song means a lot to me. And I think the music video is just really well done. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it had to be number one. I thought that, like she said, that it took her a second to realize it. I, like I said, thought that... I didn't see that the dad looked upset. Or I thought that it was just like the son had just left. So I didn't pick up on the fact that the son was dead. So mm-hmm. I thought that the old man at the end was the son. And I could not remember... Like, the lighter thing was like a cue because he was holding a lighter. But I couldn't remember which young man in the beginning of the video mm-hmm. had the lighter. Mm-hmm. But... It's all done very, very subtly. Like, mm-hmm. it is, none of it is, like, beating you over the head at mm-hmm. all. So, you do have to watch it multiple times and really pay attention. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's it. That's them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next week, we are talking about the most disappointing movie endings of all time. And the best movie endings of all time. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Because <laughs> we hard. like the sad endings. So, yes. Well, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, the things that we say are the best ending, people are going to be like, that's horrible, I hate that. Right. Yeah. So, whom's to say? We'll find out. Um, okay, so rate, review, like, subscribe, all of the things. Say nice things um, or don't say anything at all. I'm pretty sure your mom and also Barney taught you that. Um, Steve Martin sure. Queen, if you're out there, you better hurry up because I'm falling re I'm getting real thirsty for Trevor Donovan lately. <laughs> Trevor Donovan, if you're out there, oh man, um, scooch through, baby. <laughs> I think you're turning 44 next month, so you're really getting real close to my age limit <laughs> for famous men. You got anything you want to say? Um, well, first of all, Harrison Ford is offended that you just said Ooh, that. Oh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford could have had me had he not married Callista. Yep, for sure. They're they're cute, so I'll let it I'll let it slide. Okay. Let's go get Zaxby's. Yes. All right, bye. bye. bye.